Okay, hello and welcome to the 36th episode of the Nana Redu Experience. Thank you for listening. I'm probably going to be uploading this in uh, the same week as the 35th episode because this is something I wanted to talk about. Uh, I've, I'm just back from a meeting and I've done a couple of meetings this week and I wanted to talk about the state of the blogging industry right now, what clients are talking about, what they're looking for, and the kind of responses they are receiving from bloggers, etc. So the 35th episode published uh, on Wednesday. If I'm able to edit this, you'll probably be seeing this on, uh, hearing this and or seeing this on a Friday or maybe a Saturday. I um I met I met some really interesting people people uh, so I work with all kinds of brands small big multinational international Indian uh, indie brands and it's always a pleasure meeting with people who are trying new things trying to create something solid out of a vision that they've had for a while I met one such uh, girl today. They run a platform called uh, Covetlo, that's C-O-V-E-T-L-O. I think it's a play on, obviously, you covet something and, you know, in Hindi they say, isko covet kar lo, covet lo, I think it's, that's what it is. It's a very interesting concept for uh, vendors to, or sellers to actually go and sell their products on the platform. Uh, it is also an interesting place for people to, people like me to, all of us shop so we can you know go there and create a, a curate a list of products that for example we have bought so it's, it's like it's going to be an extension on your browser where you click on uh, if you see a product then you click on the covetlo button and it gets added to your covetlo profile so it could be a product that is on your wish list which your uh, followers or your family members or your friends will be able to see and covet themselves it's an interesting concept. I mean, it doesn't sound uh, like something radically new, but I find it. I found it quite interesting. Also, I really uh, vibed well with the founder uh, Nisha. So it was a. It was a very interesting conversation. It was meant to be one of those, maybe a fifteen-minute or thirty-minute meeting, and I think we ended up sitting together for almost two hours, which was fantastic. I really enjoyed talking with her. And uh, I, obviously, I was on a bunch of calls also after that. So one of the things, you know, as a as a blogger, as a photographer, I feel that it's not it's not limited to you. If if you like a brand, you want to collaborate with the brand, you want to help build that brand, for example, or you you want to be part of the brand building journey. It isn't just about wearing a product, buying a product, talking about a product, helping sell a product. There's so many layers to what a blogger can do, which is why I recommend to a lot of younger bloggers that don't just focus on being a professional blogger. There are people who do that, uh, who have been doing it very successfully. But starting out with that goal while staying true to the things that you believe in is not, it's, it's a, see the success stories that you hear are the success stories there are a lot of failure stories that you will never hear of because no one likes to talk about failures no one likes to talk about how a campaign that they were trying to do didn't work or how a brand worked with x number of bloggers spent so much money and nothing happened or how someone wanted to be a career blogger but within the first one or two years they 
spent a lot of money and time but they were not successful so you only hear the positive stories you only hear what are considered successes i would highly recommend that you please try to think about the context when someone comes and tells you oh so and so is you know india's leading blogger so and so is like the blogger to look out for uh, or if someone themselves come and you know they tell you that i'm like the leading blogger in india right now always think about or ask them questions to to contextualize it it isn't what does it mean to be india's leading blogger india obviously is a geography geography so you can limit it it, it is it, it's quite clear that you're based out of india but for example me i work with international brands as well so am i then an indian blogger just because i belong to india i'm saying these are the critical questions that you need to really look at leading blogger means what like what what do you mean by leading blogger are you now going to uh, come out and say that these uh, this is my bank statement and these are the bank statements of all of all the 50000 other indian bloggers and this is how i am a leading blogger how are you going to qualify that statement please ask these questions whether you're a brand or you're a pr agency i know it's not easy because you have to deal with so many people on the one end there is a client on the one end there is a you know a pr agent on the one end there is a blogger on the one end there is a digital agency so there are lots of people involved in the process and i understand it can get tedious to ask all these questions from all these people it's much easier to say okay this is our budget we want you to do this and that's the end of the story in the long run you are not helping build the brand by doing that just because you have disposable budgets disposable marketing budgets just because you think that x brand is doing it so we should also do it please don't look at it like that i mean i'm as a as a blogger myself i'm not saying that you don't hire me i mean of course i want you to hire me but i don't want to be involved with projects where you just come to me and say oh we want to do a twitter chat oh we want to do uh, one instagram update it, there's no point really i mean i leave so much money on the table when i say no to these things because a lot of brands want to do just this my point is that it doesn't really matter it's a drop in the ocean and not even that in many cases when you work with a blogger and just tell them to do one instagram update or just do a twitter chat or get a product trending for example on twitter it doesn't mean anything people see i mean sure it it is it is i'm not saying just completely stop doing it but there are better ways of doing it that are going to be more beneficial in the long run for all parties involved it's not as simple as me posting something on instagram you know if i write about a product and suddenly everyone who sees that post is going to buy that product it doesn't work like that the idea why you should engage with a taste maker or someone you who you think is an influencer or could be an influencer for your brand the idea is that they should talk about your product over a period of time they should experience your product or your service over a period of time and then talk about their experience which their audience also will appreciate you you talk about you know for example i wear a lot of cotton world i have never worked with the brand in a professional capacity but they are probably the only indian brand that does large scale casual wear so i can go and buy a t-shirt from them a cotton t-shirt for i think 500 rupees i'm not sure and i know it will last me maybe 2 3 years instead of you know something that i buy from a forever 21 that will probably fa- fall apart after two washes so i i talk about cotton world a lot i've never worked with them they have never approached me for work uh, i haven't pitched to them for that matter 
but my audience you know if I, if i talk to someone and say oh yeah you know do you know about cotton they like oh yeah we've seen it on your updates we know you like that brand it's all of us are in that sense influencers we all have influencer circles if you're not a blogger uh, you might you still have you know people in the family that talk about that oh someone is wearing something and you're like hey where did you get this from uh, i would like to see what is the quality like how long has it lasted maybe i will also consider and i will buy this product that is influence You, it's word of mouth. You talk to fifty different people, people you meet uh, daily. You see what are they wearing, what is the style of shoe they're wearing. Even though you might not consciously point it out and look at and say, okay, so that is an Oxford. At the from the corner of your eye, you kind of still observe that, and that's what influence is. So you, the aim for someone to become an influencer is not ideal. Same time. brands need to identify influencers that specifically work for their brand it's just not about how many thousand followers someone has for example on instagram you can try sure if you have the leeway to spend a certain amount of marketing budget on someone who has 100000 followers or 500000 followers on instagram you can try and see how that goes i think there is a certain category of product that would benefit from engaging with someone like that where you end up uh someone is wearing a dress and they post about it and they have 500000 followers and maybe a one, even 1% of followers if actually go and click on the link and then 1% of that 1% ends up buying something so there is there is a chain there and but again even with them i would recommend that you do a campaign over a period of time you you work out something that you do a 3 month campaign instead of doing just one instagram update For example, one of the things that I do, or I highly recommend, or try to pitch to clients, and it doesn't always work because budgets are what they are, is that I would prefer to do a photo story on a blog. Yeah, and the photo story can be anything. For example, if you are also a blogger or your brand, there are so many ways that we can do work this out. So one of the ideas is that if a brand is launching a product, okay, so there is a product launch event happening. and you're inviting an x number of guests and there is a certain flow to the event what is going to happen what does the product look like it's on display etc so you can hire someone like me apart from the fact that i'm a photographer i can come there even if they are just phone photos phone photos are excellent these days especially on the blog you don't really need to have very high resolution photos so i bring my camera and i shoot a story of the event it's an overview of the event from start to finish and then i put it together in a way that tells the story of you know what was the product who were the people there so you get a sense of what the event was about you get a sense of the brand because whoever has done the event the production of the event what is the kind of food that was available who were the people that were there what were those people dressed like what was the music like so i could then come back and i could publish a story on my blog with those photos where i put for example okay 20 photos okay so 20 photos from start to finish of the event and when my viewers look at that story a lot of them come back to me and tell me that oh you know looking at these photos it felt it felt like we were there for me that means that the story has been successful i have been able to convey the essence of the event and help building that brand now this is this is a one time thing okay so you do a blog post and you do this what i now do is that once the blog post has been published obviously in the blog post i include photos i include a little bit of a write up of what exactly happened what did i do there what do i think of the product if i have experience with the product and in the end i always link back to the brand's website the brand's social media handles 
uh, if there is a direct link to buying the product then I link to that and I don't do affiliate marketing I don't do affiliate commissions I as, as, as a general rule if I'm working with a brand I want to be paid for the work that I'm putting in and I am not selling your product I am creating awareness about your product your brand and your services if that leads to sales that's a bonus as a as a general rule I don't work with affiliate commissions and I want to be paid for the work that I'm putting in for the time that I spend and the effort that I spend so while it might work for some bloggers if, if that's what they want to do their entire website is just about products 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 services sales etc then affiliate commissions can make sense for someone like me on my blog I don't even have ads I have never had ads on my blog they will probably never be display ads I hope it never comes to that because for me as a photographer what I look at it is that you know I shoot street style okay so when I'm shooting street style in a public space I don't need that person's permission to uh, take a picture of them now pick fine I don't need their permission but how I use that image also depends I can't use it commercially I can't use it for commercial purposes because then I'm using their likeness to maybe sell a product or advertise something and I'm making money off that so I'm making money off them that's not that's not first of all legal so if you are running a blog and you know there is a sidebar ad and you're showing street style on the side you are technically using it commercially and it's it's a bit of a gray area so this is not any this is not legal advice but I prefer to kind of stay away from it as much as possible uh, so that I don't create any confusion in anyone's mind so for me things like you know affiliate marketing don't really work I, I do include links once in a while to books that I read etc and but because that's not my model I don't really make a lot of money from there if I make any at all so that's one of the ways to do it you know that once the blog post is done then I take each photo and I make a social media update from that so I schedule all my updates in a way that you know it goes out to my Facebook personal profile it goes out to my Facebook page it goes out to my Twitter uh, I also post on LinkedIn and on Pinterest so what happens is if I have for example in this blog post you know for this event if I did 20 photos then I do 20 social media updates now I don't have to do an update a day I don't recommend it I don't think it's a nice way to do any kind of assignment like that because even your audience gets jaded you know it gets it gets tedious you keep seeing the same brand being mentioned every day on every platform that I'm on I don't think that's a good idea but for example if you have 20 photos you know you can post one photo every three days if you do that now you have a campaign for two months it becomes a social media campaign for two months that's the way I prefer to work I think that's the way there is value for the brand because you know every three days if I mention a brand or a product I'm reminding the audience and whenever you post an update on social media not everyone in your audience is going to see it so initially I was quite worried about the fact that I might be spamming my uh, audience and some people might still look at it as spamming because at some level it is if you're seeing you know if I'm working with five brands at the same time then I have a campaign going for the next two three months with five different brands so you're getting about at least two updates every day and then there is also my personal project so I make about six to seven updates every day on each social media platform and I, it does drive a lot of traffic to my blog. I think it is great traffic because these are people who are genuinely interested in the subject, which is why they come to the blog. So, you know, that is one model. So you're actually doing a campaign with one blogger like this. You produce visuals, they write content for you, 
and then they talk about it on their social media platforms now i would recommend and i recommend this to all my client brands that they should look at this content and figure out how they can reuse it themselves so for example if you're you you're buying photos from me right i give you you buy a usage license so if you buy a usage license for digital use which means you use it on your social media then you can repost these images you can talk about your brand from your point of view you can talk about the brand's event from your point of view if you don't use this content it's i think it is a huge waste because you are hiring somebody you're paying them for the effort you are paying them for a brand building exercise if you don't end up using these images that are helping in uh, brand building for your network as well look the blogger has already used it okay then you you in the contract you must figure out a way for them to sell you a usage license so that you can further use this content for your own campaigns because the blogger's audience is going to be different from the brand's audience the brand is more likely to have actual customers on there and the kind of you know stories that i do for example behind the scenes how is the product made how was an ad shot what was the behind the scenes photos what actually happened who did what customers want to know it's 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 a way of storytelling customers want to know how what is the product behind the scenes who are the people involved in the brand so i'm as a blogger i'm more interested in showcasing that side of things i am not so interested in you know a brand saying okay wear this for us and pose for us i do that also i am completely comfortable in front of the camera as those of you who are watching the video probably know and i don't mind posing at all i enjoy it but i don't want it to be my thing there are personal style bloggers and that side of the business is also excellent let me tell you i know that i know personal style bloggers who are making a lot of money but that's not for me so as a brand you must also understand that there are you know x number of bloggers who work in x different ways you need to build relationships with them meet them and i don't think that doing a blogger meet is the ideal way to do that it might you know it might bring you a lot of bloggers who would want to come and meet you and figure out if there is work especially if there is paid work but you will still need to invest time in having a conversation with them and trying to understand how they work and whether that works for your brand or not so i would instead recommend that you have this one week where you set up three meetings every day and you meet x number of bloggers obviously after you've looked at their blog you've looked at their social media following and you figured out that okay this tone of voice sounds like something that will work for our blog i know it requires investment of time don't just ask your pr agency to just give you a list of who are the top 20 bloggers and then call the top 3 bloggers for whatever because on what basis are you deciding those top 20 bloggers is it just on the basis of the number of followers they have yes there is a place for that but in the long run i don't think that is ideal i think you'll end up burning a lot of money with not a lot of our return on investment unless your product kind of fits that category so product which costs 500 rupees 600 rupees if you work or even 5000 rupees depending on the kind of audience that the blogger has you actually might end up making some sales but i don't think it's a sustainable idea in the end because you're just pushing commerce then i would you know as a as an engaged customer myself of brands that i support i'm more interested in of course i'm interested in commerce i want them to you know make a huge profit i want them to succeed i want them to grow i want to grow with them but i'm more interested in meaningful stories for example uh, you know if you if you are a listing platform with x number of vendors you do vendor training for them i'm more interested in com- coming and covering that vendor training 
and figuring out who is you know maybe make a portrait of that vendor and write four lines about them and then link that to your website i'm not interested in utilizing your services of free ki acha okay got a manicure got a pedicure or oh, the services awesome there is a place for that of course which is why i say that you should work with a wide range of bloggers who work in different ways but uh, the for me it's just you know it's doing this event for example if it's an event or if it's a product that is being manufactured and how it is being put together from start to finish i will produce that content i will share it with my audience you must also for example if you're a clothing brand and you do sustainable clothing and you know you get someone to cover a story from start to finish and where is the fabric sourced from how are the patterns cut what happens next how is the cloth dyed how is it stitched together how do you customize and finally involving the customer in that process where you follow the product reaching the customer and you know when the customer opens it and they're like oh my god this is so cool it's a very relatable identifiable uh, way to do a story and the problem that usually comes up when i discuss this with brands is that because it is time consuming and there is a huge time investment it ends up being expensive which they usually brands don't plan for so i would recommend doing something like this but again you know it's a it's a it's a 3 month campaign for example you do one story so you can actually spend 3 months marketing budget on that one story instead of saying oh my this month marketing budget is only this much and i can't do this story with that so you you actually look at 3 months uh, marketing budget that you can dedicate to that one story so you do one story on the blog and then you get a campaign that that blogger is doing for you know 3 months where they post an image every 3 days or every 4 days on their social media and you follow it up as well now this requires a bit of planning obviously if you know that you're coming out with a new collection in the next 6 months then you start talking with bloggers now you try and get them uh, some of the dresses first so that they already have access to it they wear it they do the story on it and that builds up to the actual release of the collection it's not just about inviting bloggers to events it's nice i don't personally like going to events unless i have a relationship with the brand or if you know i generally say that look if you i absolutely have to come to this event can i please come in like half an hour early and can we have a separate business meeting before the event starts then i will stay for half an hour for the event and i will leave i don't I don't really want to eat out. I want to come back home in my PJs and relax and have a meal and I I don't want I what am I going to do at the event? What what am I going to do there? So I'm more interested in setting up a business meeting. For me in 2017 as a photographer and blogger till now I have been like avoiding meetings. But this year I'm going to meet people and figure out how how the market is changing. What are brands looking for? what has their experience been so far i'm interested in meeting people not just because at some point it might lead to work sure it might but i'm interested in stories there might be something that might appeal to me and i might follow it just like that uh, i might find a great brand that i would like to collaborate with that otherwise i might never have heard of so i am kind of trying to go and meet people it is a bit of a time investment yes and especially delhi traffic is crazy especially I, i mean during this art uh, art fair uh, week that happened it was just intense going from gurgaon all the way to okla an hour and a half two hours one way and then come back four hours just in a cab so it is it is a time investment so whoever comes to meet me or i have to go and meet them it is a time investment for everyone i would recommend that you don't just go there and have a very dry meeting okay what can you do for us what can we do for you etc i think try to get to know people 
try and understand where they're coming from and this works both for bloggers as well as for brands so i yeah i really wanted to get that out and uh, i'm i'm really i think there are people who are interested in looking at the long run they are focused on what their brand is they don't want to go off brand um and uh, yeah i think today's meeting after today's meeting i feel quite hopeful that there people like this do exist so do uh, thanks to N- nisha for this and uh, check out their uh, platform uh, it is covetlo c o v e t l o and uh, i'm going to check it out myself because earlier i was just checking it on the phone and i wasn't being able to uh, you know they have a pop up window says that sign up with google or facebook i wasn't being able to close that so myself i'm going to check it on the website right now but i do feel hopeful uh, it looks like there might be change in this space and maybe my videos will get less ranty like this one wasn't all that ranty and uh, thank you for listening to the 36th episode of the nana redu experience bye and take care see you soon